What does it mean to live differently? Hi, I'm Jenna. Welcome to the Simple Home Podcast. The real reason behind this podcast is to encourage you to live differently. In a society that tells us that more is better and busy is to be expected, I want to give you permission and tips and tricks to help you create a simpler home, simpler days, and cherished moments. Each week, we'll talk about decluttering, organizing, and managing a home. We'll talk about thriving in motherhood, slowing down, and cherishing the journey. Most importantly, we'll have real conversations with real moms who are choosing to live differently and finding joy in motherhood. Take the first step to simplifying your motherhood and head over to athomewithkids.com forward slash resources to find a free resource that's perfect for you in the season that you're in. And stick with me each week as we dive into these topics together. Well, hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Simple Home Podcast. In case we haven't met before, my name is Jenna, and I'm thrilled to have you listening in this week. Real quick before I jump into the content for this episode, I just wanted to let you in on a little announcement. Um, I have decided due to several emails recently that I am going to open the doors of the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program, and I'm actually going to keep them open so that it will be available anytime that you would like to jump in and join us. In the past, I've opened it up two to three times per year, and you could only sign up during that window. Um, and I've just gotten so much, so much um, questions and things from others who, you know, when they're ready to jump in, they want to jump in and get their house going. And so I am totally with you. Sometimes it's just the right time to do it. So I'm going to go ahead and open that up. It'll it'll be open as of next weekend. So if you are listening to this in real time, this is going live right at the end of March. So you can um, join in with us on April 4th um, or any time after that. So the doors will be open April 4th and then any time after that you are welcome to join in if it's the right time for you. If you want to know more information about the Simple Home Reset Mentorship Program, just go to athomewithkids.com forward slash simple home reset and you can get all the information there. All right. So today I wanted to talk about this idea of seasonal minimalism. I don't know if it's really an idea. It's just something that came to my mind when I was reading an article recently. So this article was talking about the idea of living seasonally. I'd never really heard this concept before, so it kind of got me thinking. The article mentioned about how our lives might be simpler if we allowed ourselves to live in the present season, meaning we ate the fruits and vegetables that were abundant in that season rather than relying on produce that had been shipped thousands of miles, letting ourselves slow down during colder or hotter months, paying attention to times when we feel particularly energetic and using those times for growth and productivity. So in essence, kind of living the way we would if we didn't have any outside influences and societal norms. So it made me think about how, you know, people from long ago, early settlers lived, how they had to adapt to each season and kind of change their lifestyle accordingly. Now, of course, I'm not saying you should go back in time and live like it's the 19th century or even before that, unless, of course, you want to, that would be fine. But that doesn't sound much simpler to me. But what we can learn about living more intentionally from this concept of seasonal living is what really intrigues me. So I started thinking about how I can apply this to my life, and I came up with this idea of seasonal minimalism or having a minimalist approach to each season 
that I really wanted to share with you. So when I talk about seasons here, I'm going to talk about both the actual season, as in the time of year, and then also the season of life that you're in right now, such as newly married or raising young kids, raising teenagers, empty nesters, and so on. Joshua Becker from Becoming Minimalist describes minimalism in part as clarity, purpose, and intentionality. At its core, being a minimalist means intentionally promoting the things we most value and removing everything that distracts us from it. I absolutely love this quote from Joshua Becker. If you don't know who that is, um, check out Becoming Minimalist. He's actually been on the podcast before as well, and he has such a great take on minimalism. He came to it kind of later in life when he already had kids and um, similar to my husband and I. And so I just appreciate so much what he has to say. So check him out. But I love that quote. And when I think about this quote and how intentionality can help shape every aspect of my life, I begin to think about what that looks like in an authentic way. What does intentionality look like in my daily schedule, in my budget, in my exercise, my food intake, and so on? So what does all this mean and how can we apply it to our lives to make things simpler? Since I'm kind of just like rambling on (laughs) right now with you, let's bring this back to a quick list that you can actually take action on because that's why we're all here, right? We want to take action on some things to change, change the way we live to a simpler way. So one thing that we can do is first, I'm going to talk about taking a minimalist approach to your seasons in the sense of seasons of the year. So I live in a place that has four very distinct seasons. I live in Colorado. You might live in a place that doesn't have as many seasons, and that's okay. You've just got to think about what seasons you do have and how that changes life for you a bit. So if we first think about minimalism with our possessions, this means that there are items that you probably only need for part of the year. For instance, we don't need our snow boots and heavy jackets in June, but we do need them from about October to April. This means I do a yearly purge of items I know won't fit my kids the following year, and then I store the other items out of closets during the seasons we don't use them. So I have a clear tub, just one big clear tub. It's labeled winter, and I throw in all the boots, snow pants, jackets, gloves, hats, that will still fit next year, or at least I'm hopeful will fit next year. Often I open this bin and half the stuff doesn't fit because my kids grew faster than I thought, but I just hold on to the things I think will fit them and I go ahead and pass on the other items right away. I do not store them until the next winter because it doesn't make sense for me to hang on to things I know won't fit my kids. This is something I actually used to struggle with because, you know, my daughter will have a jacket that I absolutely adore. She only wore it a couple times and I know it's not going to fit her next winter, but I keep it anyway. Almost like I'm thinking all of a sudden she's going to stop growing and be able to wear it again or something like that. And she's not. So I, I have figured out that if I just go ahead and donate it right then, somebody else is going to get that joy from it. It's okay if it's not me, right? It's okay to pass these items on. Somebody else is going to love them. So... I pass them on to a friend or I donate them. Now, depending on where you live, this might look a bit different, but there's likely items you only use seasonally. So with these items, try to do two things. First, don't hold on to it unless it will be useful next year during that season. And then keep your storage items out of your active spaces. So if at all possible, take them out of your closet. 
um, or your kids' closets. If that's not possible, at least take them off the hangers where they're getting most of their clothes from and maybe put them in a bin underneath where you hang the clothes or something like that. So look for an area that can be distinguished between what they're wearing right now or need right now and then what's stored for later. So if you can get them out of those active spaces, you're going to be so much better off. So these items might also include things like holiday decor, pool toys, patio furniture, clothes, shoes, sporting equipment. You know, there's so many items around our house that we only use for part of the year because of these seasons. So go around the house and kind of take quick inventory of the items you might need to swap out. Another thing you might want to do, especially if you have young kids, is you might want to rotate toys in and out on a seasonal basis, kind of keeping those toys new, but not having so many things out for them to play with at once. I know that a lot of people have found success with this. I used to do this a lot with puzzles and books too. just have some out, put them away and get new ones out as the seasons change, just kind of keeping things fresh, but not having a million different things for them to choose from all the time. Keep the minimum amount that you will be happy with. So that is different for every single person. Make sure that it's an amount that you have room to store. So if you don't have room for it, it's probably too much stuff. And then only keep the things that are going to still be useful and beautiful for you the next season of its life. So again, don't hold on to things just because you love it right now. If you know it's not going to be useful for you next season, go ahead and get rid of it. Or if you know you're going to want a new jacket next season because you had a hard time wearing it this season, go ahead and get rid of it now so that it makes room for those new things that you want later. Besides our stuff though, we also have to think about the season in terms of minimizing our burdens and maximizing our mental capacity. So listen to your body. You might not have as much energy during certain seasons of the year. This might be a season to give yourself more white space in your calendar. There will also be times when you feel particularly energetic. During these times, you might find it easier to accomplish your goals and get things done. Let these ebbs and flows happen and then start to pay attention to them. You'll find you are happier, less stressed, and get more done than you would if you pushed your limits every day of every season. Now let's talk about minimalism approach to your seasons in the sense of season of your life. So I want to start this section by saying that sometimes you can't fully move into a new season without letting go of parts of the old season. This doesn't mean you have to get rid of everything from the old season to move into the new, but it does mean you need to make space for what will come with the new season, both physically and mentally. For example, I have recently moved into a new season of my life. As of this year, all three of my kids are school age. This means they all go to school all day long. This is a major switch from having kids at home with me during the day, having toddlers, babies, nap time, and all that comes with young kids. On top of that, I went back to work full-time, which transitioned me from stay-at-home mom to full-time working mom, which is also a new season. So in order to live well in this new season, I had to make some changes. I needed to simplify my schedule, take off the things that no longer fit, and add in new things that needed added. I needed to change some of my routines to fit my new season. I had to look at my wardrobe and delete some items to make room for new work wardrobe. I no longer needed 10 pairs of leggings, but now needed some actual pants to wear to work. There's also items that were left over from the baby toddler stages that were now just taking up space. We still had a stroller in the garage that hadn't been used in several years. 
My kids had all transitioned to big kid bikes, but I was still holding on to their little Strider bikes. And I even still had my little baby carrier, you know, that your baby wears on, that you wear on the front of you to carry your baby around. And I definitely no longer needed that. Now, to be totally honest, these three things, the reason I still had them was because somewhere it was just hard for me to get rid of them. The Strider bikes were hard, the stroller was hard, and the front carrier was hard. I think that those are three items that really showed, you know, toddlerhood for us. We rode those little bikes everywhere. I mean, and I carried around at least one baby at a time in my little snuggly all the time, especially when my kids were little. My three kids are pretty close in age. Um, I had my third one before my my oldest turned four. So I had three under the under the age of four and I just carried them around all the time in those little snugglies and my little boy was always on a strider bike. So, you know, those three items must have tugged at my heartstrings or something because I kept them for way longer than we needed them. And that's okay. But what I want you to see here is that we sometimes do have to let go of those things in order to fully appreciate where our kids and our family are right now. So it's of course okay for you to keep things and want to just hold on to them. Um, you don't have to get rid of everything. You know, I contemplated just hanging up their bikes in the, in one of the rooms in the house kind of as a de- decoration. And then, you know, I was thinking another family will probably get just as much joy out of these little bikes as we did. So I ended up giving them away. But you can decide for you what is best. Some things you might want to just hold on to. Now, another thing we contemplated is will our grandchildren love these bikes as much as our kids did? And the truth is they probably will, but who knows when or if we will become grandparents. Hopefully we will someday, you know, but it's a long ways off. And so we thought rather than them just sitting here, another family can enjoy them and we can buy the, our grandkids strider bikes then let them pick out their color even or whatever. We can have fun with it then. And probably by then these bikes will look ancient and there will be something so much cooler out that the little, little new ones will want. So It's always a balance of things that are hard to get rid of, especially when we go into a new season, but just think about how much joy you got out of it and how you can pass that on to another family who has a young kid as well. There's of course always going to be toys and things like that lying around that no longer get played with as well. But this happened to just be the three big things for me. So look around your house, decide, you know, what's still hanging around from previous seasons that are making it hard for me to make that switch into a new season. Because if you can let go of those items, then you have the space to get new things to enjoy your new season with. Or you have some little bit extra money to enjoy, you know, as your kids grow, maybe enjoy a different kind of vacation with them because they're older now and you can do that. Or enjoy a new sport activity for them. Get some sporting equipment that they've wanted to have at home, but you haven't wanted to get because of the space things like that. So you see how we just don't have room for everything. And so as we move into new seasons, it's a great time to focus on decluttering and organizing our life in a way that makes sense for where we are at right now. So think through the current season that you're in. Maybe you're in the sleep deprived newborn stage and won't be able to get a hot meal on the table for a while. Or maybe your kids are older and you're in a season where you can spend some time experimenting in the kitchen and enjoy baking again. I love this quote, you can do anything, but you cannot do everything. It reminds me that some of the things I really want to try or learn or do, 
I might have to wait for another season to do them because I might not have time for it right now. And that's okay. It does not mean I can't do it. It just means it's not the right time right now. So when you're transitioning into a new season, not just thinking about the the items that we have, but we have to also think about our calendar and our mental capacity and kind of let go of some things there as well. It's important to recognize the parts of the old season that you're going to miss though. You might even have to mourn them a little bit like I did with the Strider bikes. You might have to, you know, mourn this change and be okay with that for a little bit, kind of sit with it before you can move on. However, it's also very important to allow yourself to move on so you can fully appreciate what's to come. Keep the memories, let go of the stuff. Keep the good, let go of the bad. Keep the routines that still work, let go of what doesn't. Keep the things on your schedule that still bring you joy and let go of what doesn't. Taking a minimalist approach to your seasons of life means you fully appreciate the season you had and allow yourself to fully embrace the new season. Live in the present and simplify the present to make it the best it can be. Don't let the past season hold you back. Use it to propel you forward instead. All right, so I hope that you have really enjoyed this content. I hope you can take something from it. I think my whole purpose around sharing this idea with you is that when I read that article, and it was mostly talking about, you know, living in a way where we're buying the right foods during the right seasons and all that, it really hit me that we can have this approach all the time and it could help us better stay focused in where we are in the present. I don't know about you, but that is something that I continually struggle with. I'm always looking towards the future or looking backwards at where we've been and it's so much better if we can just live for today. Now, of course, we have goals for the future and we want to look towards the future, but we don't want to miss the present because we spend so much time in the future or the past. So I love this idea of seasonal minimalism and looking at not only our physical well-being during these seasons, our mental well-being, also looking around our house at our stuff. You know, this could be a great time for you to purge the items that no longer fit in your house to start decluttering or even continue your decluttering journey if you just make it a point to do it every season whether that's two seasons in your where you live or four seasons like where I live just make it a point to really start paying attention to how your body changes how your mind changes and then also how your life changes throughout different seasons of your life from young kids to grown kids and so on all right Thank you so much for joining me this week. Remember, as of April 4th, you are welcome to join me in the Simple Home Reset. Find out more information by going to athomewithkids.com forward slash Simple Home Reset. I would absolutely love to have you join. It's so much fun getting to meet new people through this program. And this is the perfect time of year, of course, because summer is coming or winter, depending on where you live. I know a lot of you live in areas where winter is actually coming. For me, spring just started. Um, So we're doing some spring cleaning, right? But even if it's winter coming for you, getting your house organized before this new season change is always a great thing. So jump in there if you want to. After that point, I am going to leave the doors open so you can contact me at any time with questions and I can get those answered for you. Otherwise, have a wonderful week. I cannot wait to talk to you next time. 
Thank you for joining me on the Simple Home Podcast this week. It truly is a blessing to have you here. If you've been enjoying this podcast and found encouragement here, can you take a moment to leave a rating and a review on iTunes? This is how podcasts grow and how they reach larger audiences. And I am so thankful to get to work with so many women and spread this message. So if you have a moment, head to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. I love to read what you have to say, and I might just spotlight you on an upcoming episode. Also, if you think a friend could use this kind of encouragement, go ahead and share it with them. Tell them about the podcast. Tag me on Instagram with a picture of you listening. Whatever we can do to encourage more women to live differently. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you next week.